Welcome to Let's Fucking Talk. I'm Lauren. And, um, yeah, I just have things to share. Okay, so, last week's episode, I was just, like, basically high on the fact that so much clarity was coming to me and things were making more sense and I felt like I was getting back into a flow of connecting with myself which I think I've struggled to do for the last year or so so after I recorded that podcast (laughs) shit popped off and at the end of the day in a really great way I just feel like right now I'm in lockstep with the universe and if you've had that feeling before and you're just in this flow state of things are happening things are being presented to you like it just feels like things are working out in your favor and like to help you is the most beautiful feeling and I really feel like I'm in that place right now so I recorded that podcast and literally I'm I'm not gonna go too deep into detail because just generally I try not to involve other people in the stories on my podcast and I try to speak vaguely about people like no one else signed up to be on a podcast other than me but this is also my life and these things are my story to share but you know I'm gonna try to do it with as much respect as possible But, long story short, my ex-partner that I was on and off with for nine years um, has has had a hard time detaching and letting go and respecting my boundaries and respecting the decision I made. So, it's been frustrating because I've spent so much time healing And I feel that I've cleared out all this space to make room for new things. And as you guys know, I'm just a big believer in energy. And I feel that this energy that he puts on me of not giving up, like, affects me. And affects possible good things from coming in. And I don't like that feeling because... When I'm doing all this work and it feels like someone else is stifling it, it just is very frustrating. So, literally, not even an hour after I recorded that podcast, there were some events where I was on my way to a Halloween gathering and my ex-partner showed up at my door. Um, Obviously, I was not home, so I did not answer. And the just craziest series of events unfolded where I met this wonderful girl at the party that I ended up speaking to all night and like three hours into hanging out with her 
I found out some information um, that she knew my ex and I was shown some messages and just given this literal gift from the universe of really seeing this person for this person meeting my ex for who they were and I got a lot of clarity from that situation that I think will be beneficial to share so first off it's just insane how when you find things out or when things happen in the craziest way to lead you to information to an answer those things are really not to be ignored and the greatest gift that I got in that moment from meeting this person was the confirmation that I wasn't as crazy as I felt during this nine-year relationship. So as you guys can probably pick up, I am hyper aware of myself and to the point where I probably overanalyze myself. And every single thing I do, every time I have an interaction with someone, especially if it's a negative one, I overthink it to death. I question you know, why I, why I did things, why I said things. And sometimes I just like over pathologize myself and come to all these conclusions that I have all these issues and I have all these anxious attachment styles. And I think it's true to some degree because I can definitely pull from previous relationships that I've had, um, where, you know, I, I was acting in unhealthy ways and I wasn't really prompted to act in those ways. <clears throat> so I definitely still take ownership of the things I need to work on. And obviously as someone with anxiety, I lean more towards an anxious attachment style, which can present itself in a relationship as insecurity, mistrust, um, you know, being overbearing, like not necessarily allowing your partner a lot of freedom. And I still think that is true to an extent. But for as long as I was in that relationship, I definitely felt and knew like all the things my partner did wrong or did to hurt me. But I also spent a lot of time being really hard on myself and really coming to some extreme conclusions about like who I was and what type of issues I have and like I must be like so fucked up because I would get super anxious I would get angry over from the outside seemingly ridiculous things and it came off super controlling sometimes like I would have a meltdown if he went out to dinner with his friends but I so much abandoned myself in this relationship that I didn't even give myself the grace to be like, oh, well, you don't want him to go out to dinner with his friends because every time he goes out with his friends, somehow he comes home at five or six in the morning. So, yeah, there comes a certain point where someone's behavior contributes to your quote-unquote crazy behavior. 
And at the end of the day, it's not that reacting in these ways is acceptable because at the end of the day, you have to figure out, do I need to leave this relationship? Like, what do I need to do to be a healthy person and not act in these ways? So through finding out some information through this girl, I was given this gift of you weren't as crazy as you thought. And there were times where I caught him being dishonest. And the reality is, if you get caught lying a couple times, there's probably a couple hundred times you weren't caught. Like, someone who's just dishonest is just dishonest. And there's no such thing, in my opinion, as, oh, I'm only dishonest in this case or about this stuff. Like, you're either an honest person and you're comfortable being honest and possibly encountering some uncomfortable conversations or situations, or you're not. Like, that's just the reality, and I've learned that more and more as I've gotten older. So, I was given the gift of, you know, there's something to say when your reality is being denied, you're constantly being lied to, you're constantly being gaslit, and all along, your gut and your intuition always know what's going on. Whether you acknowledge that feeling, whether you stifle that, uh, that feeling is a different story. But your gut and your intuition always knows what is going on. And to have that constant battle existing inside my body at all times with my partner telling me I'm crazy and then me feeling these things, it was just I eventually took on basically all of the blame and really thought that I was out of my fucking mind and I have more to work on than I thought. Like, these issues are beyond. So, I mean, naturally, I have started to grow out of those thoughts and kind of found a balance of I know what role his manipulation played in those things and I know what stuff is really mine and has been mine even before I knew him. But this situation really, like, confirmed that. And I I truly, I've just been way more in touch with myself and my spirituality truly over the last couple weeks. And I just feel like it was a very strong message that I needed to hear. And I want to share that because if you're in a situation where you're feeling these things please do not write yourself off as crazy. It's definitely worth looking into because, yeah, these things could be stemming from your own personal issues. You know, if you if you really have no solid proof that someone you're interacting with is actually dishonest and you really don't have any reason to be feeling these ways, then yes, it could be your own stuff. But don't let someone trick you into believing their dishonesty when you know it's not real. So it's just been, it's just been (laughs) such a crazy couple weeks. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm returning to myself. I feel like me and the universe are girlies again because I used to feel really in touch with my intuition, with my spirituality, like, I was such a strong manifester, and then there was just this huge disconnect, and I was like, 
wait, what has happened? Like, where did the universe go? Where is my girl? Like, And through all these events recently, I'm getting back in this flow state. And it's just really beautiful. And I want that so badly for everyone that I'm going to keep sharing these things so that in the event it inspires someone or you know, someone just needs to hear these conclusions I've come to. It's, it's just so important. So yeah, don't let people trick you into not listening to your own gut and your own intuition. And obviously I played such a part in all of this because I was choosing it. And I was having a conversation regarding everything that happened this weekend and, you know, regarding my ex. And at one point I said something like, I always seem to be the lesson for men. Like, they all lose me, they all regret it, and they hopefully become better after it. But being that person kind of sucks. And I've heard a lot of women that feel like, Jesus Christ, was I put on this earth just to teach men lessons? Like, when do I get to feel happiness and when do I get to be with someone who actually deserves to be with me as opposed to just constantly being with people where, like, I'm teaching them the basics of how to be a decent human and then after me is when they learn to treat people correctly and I just have to go on with my little bag of trauma. (laughs) Like, And as I was saying this out loud... I had this giant revelation of, do you hear yourself? Like, no one put this on you to be this teacher of men. It's only through your own choices that you have become this teacher of men. So if you have found yourself in that victim trap of feeling that way, I urge you to look at you because at the end of the day, who chose to be in that relationship? And in my case, I literally chose it for nine years. So there is not a soul to blame aside from me for choosing this. And it goes back to my whole journey right now of being in the energy I want to attract and basically healing and preparing myself for a partner and a love one day that's going to be so wonderful and so worth all of these other things I've gone through. And what's most important for me moving forward, there's a few things, but one of them is that whoever I enter in partnership with next is going to be someone who has the foundation, who's doing the work, Mind you, I'm never going to meet someone who is 100% uh, healed and, you know, evolved because I don't, I think your whole life is a journey towards that. I don't think there's such thing. I certainly am not 100% anything, but if I feel like I have to teach someone how to communicate, teach someone concepts of how to take care of themselves teach them how to 
treat me with basic human decency. It's not for me, love, and I hope it's not for anyone listening to this. So if you are in that pattern, whether you're a man, woman, or anything in between, if you have felt like, why am I always the teacher to people? You know, why don't I get fair partnership? The answer is because you picked it. And I know that answer sucks. It sucks for me real bad. Especially me. I'm like the highest degree of embarrassed because I did it for nine years. So I might have the world record. So, you know, you have to really look at yourself sometimes. When when you see patterns of shitty stuff in your life, the common denominator is usually you. And I said this last episode, but it's obviously not something we're picking consciously but we have these subconscious patterns and neural pathways that are so engraved in us that we don't even notice it and we just keep sitting there thinking how the hell does this keep happening and the right answer is it's a choice and it takes a lot of work to identify those things and it takes a lot of work to kind of make a plan for the future as to what are you going to accept? And I think if you're in a space of being single, having your time alone and healing, it's really important to make a game plan of some sort of things you know you want for the future. And I think that can help us avoid those familiar missteps. So... Yeah, that was that was a big conclusion I came to because I've always had that. It's a victim mentality at the end of the day of, oh my God, these people that I date. As if someone has forced me or as if I didn't literally choose it day after day. So we just have to do better for ourselves. And I know a lot of people who have the people-pleasing tendency, the savior complex, the, you know, liking to be a teacher type feeling. And I was talking about this with one of my best friends and I was saying I get caught in those traps because for me personally, I, I, I get validation when people look up to me for advice or guidance and I fall into these traps where men are like, oh my God, it's so amazing that you showed me X, Y, Z. Or instances where men literally didn't know how they felt and I kind of, you know, helped them brainstorm and they were like, oh my God, you're so good at this. Like, you know how to pinpoint and it feels good in the moment. Like, it really does. And then I look back on it and I'm like, what would be attractive about the fact that someone so deeply didn't know themselves that I had to guide them to conclusions about their own feelings and their own behavior? Why is that attractive? And it's only attractive because you get validation of like, oh, wow, you're so smart and you know all these things. And it's like, okay, thank you. But I want someone moving forward who teaches me as equally as I teach them. And again, someone who has like the fundamentals down. I cannot 
be wasting any more time on people that I have to teach how to communicate. Like, you're setting yourself up for failure. And I think it's that trap of, like, oh, it feels good to, like, teach someone. And, like, even potentially see them grow a little bit because of the stuff you said. But any, I am of the opinion that any growth that doesn't come from yourself is not going to stick. Like, it's just not going to be the same. Anytime you change for someone else or because of someone else, that's kind of doomed, in my opinion, because it's so hard to change and grow and feel discomfort and do all these things that if it is not 100% coming from you and your own desire, that's real hard. It's hard when it's coming from you. So imagine if it's not. So what else? What else have I learned since last week? Those were definitely the two big ones. Trust your gut and also look at your own behavior. Look at the patterns you're choosing. Choose differently. Um, also, just to share a little bit, I went to a healing event yesterday. Um, it was called a Sacred Woman event. So it's spelled like womb. <laughs> and... I, just in general, um, th- there's an old episode about this, um, titled, Have You Been Sexually Abused by a Shaman? And it makes me want to laugh. It's not funny, but all of that to say I've had really traumatic experiences with quote-unquote spiritual people or intuitive people, healers, and it's taken me a long time to even open the door to these type of people again but I feel like when you find the right people in the right spaces it is profoundly impactful and I told you guys last week I met with a girl named Lauren and she had actually signed up for the same event so I was like oh thank god like if she's there that probably means this is somewhat of a safe space and even if it's not at least I know like I'm safe with her at the very least. (laughs) So we went to that event yesterday and it was focused on basically your womb and healing your womb and the power of your womb. And it was so just drenched in like beautiful, feminine, powerful energy. And uh, as I've talked about on the podcast, I had my abortion last August And slowly the pain has, like, shown itself. Um, I was in shock and in a state of trauma for a long time. So I've slowly been feeling those feelings, healing those feelings. And I thought it was... I thought this... When I saw the posting for this event, it just... I felt very called to it because I was like, if this is a safe space and I can set some time aside and focus on this area of my body that has had a lot of trauma, not only from an abortion. Um, That could be really beautiful. And it was the synchronicities, again, of life recently are off the charts. And I've spoken about this before on here, but I've been 
diving into ancestral trauma and what healing that looks like and you know finding out and discovering the patterns of your family history and for me and the work that I've been doing I'm basically helping to heal my mom's womb trauma my grandmother's womb trauma like that pattern along with the pattern of men who aren't safe is deep on that side of my family and in me and I have just felt that it is my responsibility to help heal that and not you know end the train of passing this stuff on and this event starts and it literally starts by we had to go in a circle and introduce ourselves so you by saying your name and then saying I am the daughter of and I am the granddaughter of and I was like wow the fact that this is starting with honoring and calling out to the two women who like basically I'm doing this for along with myself obviously I just I almost lost it with the tears but I was like okay we're gonna get through this but it was just so beautiful and I just keep finding myself in all the right places at all the right times and I'm just really thankful for this part of my journey and I'm starting to get more clear on the fact that things haven't been working out the way I want them to because I had so much stuff to clear out of my life and I had so much stuff that really needed my attention before I could do any of these things, before I could record podcasts and feel natural, before I could expand my life coaching, like before I can do all of these things, I needed to heal these parts of me and it's not to say that every single person who is offering services is 100% healed everyone is always going through some version of their stuff but mine were really major and I think they were really blocking me obviously like I've said from connecting and how can you possibly offer these types of things without being connected to yourself so I'm starting to understand why the path has looked the way it's looked for the last year or so. And I'm just thankful that I feel that I'm at least on the right track for the first time in a while. So, you know, again, like if you're feeling really stuck, if you're just feeling like nothing's working out for you, that's probably a calling to take time for yourself. And it doesn't have to look exactly like any of the things I'm doing. Like, you will feel called to do whatever you need to do. Sometimes it's just genuinely spending time on your own. Sometimes it's therapy. Sometimes it's these healing spaces. Sometimes it's traveling. Like, it could be anything. Um, Your soul knows. Your soul will tell you. But I'm just definitely in a place where I'm being called to these spaces that are so healing. It's insane. And, yeah, I just wanted to share all these things and give you guys an update. So, I feel like my podcast is just turning into, like, me updating you on (laughs) my journey. Um, It used to be about, like, specific topics each week. And then I feel like that ended up throwing me off because 
I felt like I ran out of a list of things. And this just feels more genuine. Um, and I think by sharing our experiences is the best way to help others ultimately. So whoever's little ears this reaches, I hope it helps. So I will talk to you guys soon. Hopefully with some more beautiful things to share. In the meantime, reach out for anything, and I love you guys.